It's no secret that investing in real estate can be lucrative. It can also be a quick way to get into some serious financial problems. In this podcast, we'll explore the benefits of investing in rental properties along with the one rule for investing in real estate that will help you avoid making a bad investment decision. It's a rule that you should always take into consideration before making a purchase. Hi everybody, my name is Chris, and I want to thank you for joining us for another value-packed Tenant Cloud podcast. If you want to be a more informed, better educated, and successful landlord, then stay tuned. With over a decade of property management experience, we bring you short and sweet bite-sized pieces of incredibly valuable property management tidbits in 15 minutes or less. So investing in rental properties, like we said, can be extremely lucrative. I don't think that that's a secret for anybody. I think that's a pretty well-known fact in the real estate industry and even outside of it. I think in general, people have a pretty good understanding of how uh, investing in rental property can generate income and can generate wealth. What a lot of people don't know is why it is a lucrative uh, investment opportunity. And they also don't understand exactly how it works or some of the rules that surround it. And there's always this general concern of, okay, well, if I invest in rental properties, how do I make sure that I'm doing it, but I'm not getting in over my head? How do I make sure that I'm actually going to make money off of an investment property? And what makes a uh, property a good investment or good rental property. And so we're going to cover a couple of the thing, a couple of those things really quick right now. And so the first one that we want to cover is um, our ongoing income stream. So this is bullet point number one. Before you start investing in real estate, you want to make sure that you understand the market first. You want to make sure that you have a pretty good understanding of the trends in the rental industry, and you want to make sure that you have a solid strategy based on your uh, prospective tenants. So for instance, you wanna know if your rental property is going to need to be attractive to millennials or Gen Z or what demographic your rental property is going to be focused on. And we have a couple of previous podcasts and blog articles that have covered uh, the demographics a little bit more in depth and how to make sure that you're properly targeting your target demographic. Uh, but you want to make sure that when you are looking at rental properties, you have a very solid understanding of who your marketing demographic is going to be. And you want to make sure that you're minimizing your vacancies by choosing quality long-term tenants within those demographics. So if you're trying to generate an ongoing income stream from a rental property, it's it's a, basically a two-step process. One, you want to know who your target demographic is. And then two, you want to make sure that you're choosing from the best of that target demographic in terms of applicants. And that's another thing that we've covered extensively in our podcasts and our blogs is how to minimize your vacancies uh, through a solid application and criteria process. And you can find those on our uh, podcasts and you can also find it on tenantcloud.com forward slash blog and just type in keywords such as vacancy or applicants and things of that nature. And you'll find a lot of resources for that information. As long as you're able to identify who your target demographic is and you're able to get quality applicants to your rental properties, 
then that generally means that you're going to have a steady income stream because you know who your audience is and you're selecting from the applicants who are going to be paying rent on time and also will be taking care of your rental properties typically as long as you're selecting the right applicants. The second bullet point that we want to cover is your net worth boost. A good investment is likely to increase your overall net worth. However, it's important to keep in mind that that doesn't necessarily happen overnight. Any real estate investor would agree that building wealth, and we're talking about real wealth, is a time-consuming process or can be a time-consuming process. So you have to understand the risks of potential capital loss. Property management is, in general, is and can be a lucrative business, but you need to be aware of things like high competition, uh, or lack of experience or lack of accounting skills or just lack of management or property management skills. And so if you have any of these shortcomings when it comes to real estate investment, you want to make sure that you're addressing those risks and make sure that you're educating yourself and following a well-structured plan so that you're not caught off guard or that you don't find yourself in over your head when it comes to purchasing an investment rental or rental investment property. And as long as you're following those things and you're, you're taking the necessary steps to educate yourself, you're taking the necessary steps to uh, protect yourself and set up uh, guidelines for yourself, then when you go and you follow a certain followed and you, you go and you follow a certain well-structured plan, you'll find that the investment properties that you are purchasing and the process of purchasing and the process of uh, leasing those out, whether it involves a renovation and knowing how much money to put into it for the rental market and knowing that even if you put a gold-plated countertops in your rental, even if you do that, there it's just not going to help your rental achieve a higher rent. It's strictly based on the market that your rental is located in. And so uh, if you have those under those things down pat and you understand those general rules of investing in real estate and you educate yourself to be a, um, a well-informed uh, property manager and investor, then you can dramatically increase your net worth over time by being disciplined in those practices. The third bullet point that we want to bring up is financial security. Because real estate investing is a powerful source of passive income, it might let you become financially independent and retire on rental income. So passive income from real estate is a, it's, it's awesome, but you'll need to set up achievable business goals and systemize your daily tasks so that you can get closer to achieving that final goal. So again, the three things that we covered here real quick are you want to generate an ongoing income stream and the way that you do that is you find the best prop, the best rental properties, you make sure that you understand your target demographic, and you choose from the best applicants for that rental property by having a solid uh, application criteria and screening process for your rental. The second thing is, is you want to generate your overall net worth over a period of time through disciplined practices, investing in real estate, managing the real estate, and um, generating that income and making sure that you're following a well-structured plan to get to that point. And the third thing is, is having financial security 
but you need to set up achievable business goals to be able to do that so that you can get to that goal at the end of the day. And to do all of those things, the first thing that you wanna make sure you're doing is following what is called the 1% rule. What is the 1% rule? The 1% rule is essentially stating that the monthly rent should be equal to or greater than 1% of your overall investment in a rental property. What does that mean? That means that let's say you spend $200,000 on a rental property and then you put $100,000 investment into fixing up that rental property. You now have $300,000 invested in a rental property. Your rent generally, according to the 1% rule, should be $3,000 per month. That would be what people consider the 1% rule. Now, there are exceptions to the 1% rule. This is typically a rule that is followed when it comes to just small uh, residential real estate investment properties. This is not necessarily applicable when it comes to larger commercial properties or multifamily properties, because generally with a multifamily property, you're wanna, gonna wanna generate even more than 1% of your uh, investment in that rental property. And this is just a quick way, this is the initial thing that you wanna use to narrow down a list of investment properties. So if you have 50 rental properties that you're looking at, you can use the 1% rule to really narrow down the list of potential investment properties in a certain area really quickly just by using the 1% rule calculations. And it will help you to be more focused and to do what we just talked about a little bit ago, which is following a well-structured plan. And so if you just automatically eliminate without any emotion and just strictly from a business and investment perspective of, okay, I have these 50 properties and I'm not even gonna look at anything that is not going to adhere to the 1% rule. And so you automatically narrow it down to 15 properties. It really eliminates a lot of the legwork and a lot of the guessing and really just makes it more of a math game. And really when it comes down to it, investing uh, is mostly comes down to, investing in real estate typically comes down to pretty much a math game. And so uh, definitely make sure you want to follow the 1% rule when you are investing in small residential real estate properties. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. You can follow us. Uh, anywhere that you're hearing this, whether that's on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or uh, Anchor, anywhere you're listening to this, and feel free to uh, leave a review. We would absolutely appreciate that. That helps other people find us, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave us a review, it helps other people to find us because it allows the listing for the Tenant Cloud Podcast to go up in the in the rankings. And so if you find value in this podcast, we would definitely appreciate that. As always, feel free to share this with anybody who you think would benefit from hearing this information. And you can find more information on topics like this and more at tenantcloud.com forward slash blog. Again, thank you for listening and we hope that you are staying safe out there and we'll talk to you next time.